Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. For a long time, cancer was one step ahead. Now, the Prostate Cancer Foundation's research is delivering new treatments to patients all the time. I've had prostate cancer. My dad had it, which means now I'm at a greater risk. Join us as we finally take the lead over cancer. Put this game behind us once and for all. I beat it, and so can you. To get ahead of the game, go to pcf.org to learn more. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Ever wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Golfers, our tee times, fairways, and greens are on the horizon. Until then, your friends at Uinta Golf encourage you to stay safe, practice social distancing, and wash your hands. Our plan is to reopen based off state and federal guidelines. During the interruption, our online store remains open at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Thank you for your patience and understanding, and most of all, for being a part of our amazing golf community. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we look forward to serving you soon. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the 2nd. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Online, you can find us at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf, and social on Instagram and Facebook is at realgolfradio. Give us a follow, tune in, join the conversation. Let us know what you think. We had a tremendous hour number one of the show. Really pleased to have welcomed in Troy Merritt, two-time winner on the PGA Tour. Also, uh, Jeff Rude joined us to tell us some stories about oh, the Bulls back in the day, a good one about uh, golf and Michael Jordan. Also, Ian Carter from the BBC stopped by to give us a perspective from across the pond. Still to come here on the back nine, Dave Stockton. He's a Hall of Famer. He won the uh, PGA Championship, played in Ryder Cups, captained the war on the shore, the Ryder Cup in the Keel Island back in 1991, just won 
of the great guys and just has a tremendous amount of knowledge and information about putting. So you're going to want to tune in for that coming up here momentarily. And speaking of putting, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. And of course, we'll welcome America's favorite caddy. He stops by as well. But should be some some good conversations. Looking forward to hearing what Dave Stockton has to say because, Bob, if there's one thing that I think all of us can always improve on, well, maybe not Caspers. Caspers are inherently great putters, but putting in particular seems to be one we can always get better at. Yeah, it's all it's all about feel. It's all about um, pace as to what the ball's going to do and how it's going to break and that kind of thing. So you got to you got to you got to be able to visualize and it'll help you make a lot of putts. Well, I am anxious to see and I know you're going to give me a bad time for inserting myself, but I'm going to ask him questions and I've told you this before. I feel like if if it's on my mind or something that I'm struggling with, then others in the world of golf, other amateurs like me, not immortals like you. I know you're an amateur now again, by the way, but I am an amateur. But you're you're a different kind of amateur. You're a former tour pro amateur, which is different. So. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't count. Uh, but much much of the time we struggle. Bob, by the way, uh, for those who have not had an opportunity to play golf with Bob, he pretty much makes everything he looks at. And if he doesn't, it's one of those things where it feels like a crime that it didn't go in the hole. For me, most of the time it's like, wow, how did that not go in? Oh, I don't know. You missed it by a foot and hit it about three feet by. Maybe that's why. <laughs> so, yeah, those kinds of things. Those kinds of things are what we mere amateurs, mortal amateurs deal amateurs. with. Amateurs. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, excited about that. Also, some big news. Uh, we got we got a little match that's going to return. We'll, t- we'll talk about that with the caddy coming up as well. Thanks for joining us. Just getting started on the back nine. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology. So you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing, we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning, 
and machine learning until BEOM! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer, it's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right welcome back to the show brian taylor bob casper with you uh, thanks for joining us here hour number two of the program really excited for our next guest who's joining us right now and uh this is a, a hall of famer that needs no introduction dave stockton kind enough to join us right now dave how are you well my my schedule is really full with this quarantine or whatever you can call we've had in california here i after listening to you guys say that you've been out and able to hit balls i mean i haven't even hit a ball i mean Ronnie, Ronnie, you could you could try to give a lesson, and they'll they'll arrest you. They'll do you know it's we uh, it's just a strange time. And Riverside, our neighboring county, they just opened up had a picture of a couple of foursome actually playing a playing in the uh, in Riverside, which is like ten miles away. But in San Bernardino County, we can't touch anything. So it's 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 been really strange, guys. Uh, I. You know, I pruned everything within 400 yards of my house, transplanted flowers, <laughs> done all this. And mentioned to you that I've been working here at Redlands Country Club where we give a lot of our lessons. Uh, McKinsey course in 1896, actually the second oldest course in California. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. We got a new superintendent and general manager, and the superintendent, he's a magician with a mower. We completely changed the mowing patterns, and I can really see this McKinsey course coming out of a, the golf course that I bet you in 30, 40 years hadn't been mowed the right way because we, you know, change, the holes just look completely different. And it's going to be, it's, it's going to be well received when hopefully we open on Saturday to, to limited play to just be walking and stuff and one of a cart. And I'll tell you, in California, I, you, I thought they had a pretty good plan. They had, it, I'd never heard of this before, but they left the cup. They did come all plastic above the ground, all of it plastic counted as going in the hole and you, cause nobody would grab touch the pin. There'd be no pulling the ball out of the hole and right. one person to a card. I thought it was, I thought it was really great. And I, I liked the idea because I, I thought the people cutting and chipping would improve when they realized, okay, they could see it clearly. It's sticking up out of the ground. Uh, I, I thought, I thought it was a really good thing, but that flew for about five, six days until they shut it down a month and a half ago. Yeah, it's unfortunate that they did that, and I've been following along some of the the discussions and things around San Diego County and some of the other areas uh, in California. And you know, so I, I sorry to rub it in that we're still playing some golf, but I, I, let me ask you about that question. You just because I I wondered if the raised cup we've actually done here at our club, they've actually put the uh, the pool noodle, you know, in the bottom, 
And so the ball falls in about uh, an, maybe an inch. So the ball's still essentially sticking out, uh, but at least you know it fell in. And um, but but what is it about that when you say to improve your chipping and putting if you can see it? To me, my, I guess my first thought is is I would completely ignore speed and just ram it into the cup. But maybe there's something to that. Well, I, you, I, but I mentioned chipping as well. I mean, you still have to get it close enough to to you know what I'm looking at is you'll start to see a better path to the to the cup i mean i know you're going to hit it and you could try to take the break out of it which is you well know both both um billy casper as well as myself we we always had great touch and feel so you're not ramming anything but I, i'm saying once you're outside of 15 foot i mean you're gonna you're gonna have to you know all you want to do is touch that cup but you sure as heck don't want to ram it way by and, and you feel an idiot if you miss it four or five feet so the same premise is there I, I just think it gives a better visual. And, of course, it, it boils down when you're working on people with their putting and trying to get them to improve. Their error is going to be, I'm going to say 90% is going to be in their routine because they truly, I don't care if they use the line on the ball, they truly didn't see the actual line that ball's going to have to take. They'll never play enough break, and they'll always miss it on the low side. And I just thought this was a, it would be a different look for people. All of a sudden, I would think their, their touch and feel would get better. You know, obviously they don't want to leave it short, but it, you know, it, it was a chance to improve the part of your game that most people realize they're going to physically try to putt better. Instead, in my mind, they need to picture it and do a better mental job of it. And, and becoming a better putter will will happen because of that, not because of of your going through step one through six and mechanically trying to improve your putting stroke. You know, you said you mentioned uh, you and you and my my dad being more of a, a field type of player, my dad always felt that if he wanted to, if he was struggling with his putting, he went to chipping and he worked on his chipping to get the field, to get the role, to, to be able to visualize as you talked about that kind of thing. And then, um, the putting in turn, um, flowed with it. Well, Bobby, I mean, that's, that's completely correct. I mean, that, that's why when, when the pros that came, uh, whether it was McElroy or Mickelson, they most of them thought they were the world's shippers. But in reality, that's where most people's a lot of their problems lie. And what I what I feel is that in chipping, the ball just stays on the ground and putting. But in chipping, it makes a difference how high you hit it. Because if you hit it higher and you mean to, it's going to stop too quick. And if you hit it too low, it's going to run too far. So it's a matter of getting yourself to do it the correct you know, the correct feel and your, and your dad was completely correct. I agree with him a hundred percent. So when you talk about Dave Stockton joining us here on real golf radio, when you talk about visualizing one, and let me just, I, I like to paint my own self in here. Bob accuses me of a, being all about me, but uh, I think if I'm struggling, then maybe some other people are, if I'm trying to read a break and I, and I can't tell if it's going to slightly break or if it's mostly straight, or if I'm confused, some of the things, sometimes I often forget that the hole is, you know, what is it? Four inches, you know, wide. And mm-hmm. so if I'm playing it outside the hole thinking it's going to break two inches and it only breaks an inch, I've missed it. So if you're thinking it's an inch or two break, you're in the hole the whole time, but what's a way to visualize that? How do you go through that in your mind? Um, when, when you are unsure if, if it's actually going to break or if it's a straight putt? Well, I'll, I'll put your mind at ease. There's no such thing as a straight putt. All right. I mean, I just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to see a break. I want to play the break. And I'm looking at a putt from six feet or 20 feet. I want to know if it's coming in at 
as a clock. If I'm looking at it straight, it would be six o'clock. Okay, it's going to break a little left, it'd be five o'clock. Okay, it's going to break a lot. It's going to come in about three o'clock, which means it's probably 10, 12 inches outside the hole from 20 feet. I mean, I'm, I'm way out there. I've got to see that ball fall in. In reality, what you just mentioned, people don't realize if I miss it, if I think it breaks two inches and I miss it just on the high side, I miss that pup by a quarter of an inch. But the problem is the guy that thinks it breaks two inches and he misses it a quarter of an inch low, he just missed that putt by five inches. Right. Yep. And people don't take that into consideration. That's what I'm saying. On a face of a clock, I'm looking, is it falling in at eight o'clock? Is it? I mean, I'm seeing this ball fall in that hole. And that's my last look as I'm looking at, let's say it breaks right to left, and I'm coming in about 4 o'clock, pretty good break, probably 3 inches outside from 9 feet or 10 feet. And I'm seeing it come in, and I'm picturing that spot, to, and I'm coming back to my ball to start my stroke. My last spot is it's coming in there, let's say, at 4 o'clock. That's mm. where it's going to fall in. And I can I can look at that spot and not rotate my head back kind of like Spieth did. I'm looking at the hole, go on ahead and put it. It'll roll right yeah. over where I'm, my eyes are looking because, Backing up one step, I put my putter, you know, ahead of the ball. Most people put it behind it, but you put the putter down. My feet aren't set yet, and I'm looking at that 4 o'clock where it falls in. I set my feet. I'm automatically aiming to the right versus the person that comes up and takes, you know, three practice strokes, and he's using the line, or he or she is using the line of the ball to line up his putter head. And so where are they looking? They're looking down at the ground. They're looking at their feet. So now they set their feet, get their feet set. Now they take one quick look out to the hole probably, come back and let it go. And they probably miss it three inches low because they set it up like a railroad track. And they're not, they're not visualizing this curve. They're yeah. not visualizing what they have to do. You know, I mean, one great way to put it is put a key in the ground and putt to it. And, and if it's breaking right to left, you always want to be on the right side of that tee because you always have a chance. You're one bounce away or whatever from that ball going in the hole. But if it starts out and it starts left, you're history because it ain't coming back. And the other side, and that's for right-handed players, the right-to-left putt is easier. The harder one for us is the one that breaks left to right. And the reason it is harder is that somebody that sets up mechanically and addresses the ball and gets ready to go the question to ask them is, where's their weight? Now, this is totally not having anything to do with their stroke. But on a left or right putt, the normal person doesn't put enough weight on their front foot anyway. They're going to they're gonna automatically have their weight neutral or at best maybe a little back, and they'll stop and come out of it, which opens the club face, and the ball goes straight right. On a putt breaking left or right, you've got no chance. Mm. So that's why on a putt that breaks to the right, when I set up and I'm looking, it's going to come in at eight o'clock. It's going to be a pretty good break, whether it's, you know, three feet or 15 feet. I'm looking where that ball's going to fall in. I'm looking at, it. I set my feet accordingly. I will put on, on a left or right putt. I'm going to be 60, 40, my weight on my left foot on any other putt, a straight putt or an easier putt from right to left. I'll be 55, 45, but because the putt breaks to the right and because I don't want to come out of it, my weight is going to be more on the left. And it helps you get through, and it doesn't, I'm only talking an inch or two, but it helps yeah. you get through instead of leaning back, coming out of it, and that sucker's gone right, and you got no chance. Fascinating stuff. Dave Stockton joining us right here. we got to take a short break. More with Mr. Stockton coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. 
I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, continue our conversation with the Hall of Famer and one of the great putters and teachers in all of golf, Dave Stockton. And I've never heard the clock thing. I, I love that. I can see it in my mind now, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait to go practice it. I love that. When, when we're when we're giving a lesson, I'll put a tee. I'll put a tee at four o'clock because I always let first first lesson you have let somebody have a right to left putt because that'll be the easier putt, and you let them you let them go on ahead and and, and putt toward that tee, and just tell them your whole job is to hit that tee, 
Well, it's like they never thought about that in their entire life because they're looking like they're shooting a 22 or a bow and arrow at the thing, which is six o'clock, which is they'll miss it low every time. So interesting. Yeah. Or if you're shooting free throw, or if you're shooting a basketball, which is what I grew up doing, you I always looked at the front of the rim. So uh, sure. kind of interesting. Sure. So you can go through. Yeah. The other thing is, is you're if you're throwing a dart, you want to be looking at the bullseye. That's your target. Just like the hole is my target. And yet if you do it like you putt, you'll be looking at your right hand if you're right-handed. And you'll be watching your hand to make sure your hand does it right. And you ignore, you ignore your target, and you won't be very good at darts either. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. I love it. Dave Stockton okay. joining us here on Real Golf Radio. There you go. See, Bob, you, 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 I put myself in there. and We just got a lesson from one of the best putters ever to play this game. Yep. Good tips. Great stuff. I, I'm going to draw that mental clock around the hole and start looking at it that way. That makes a ton of sense. So you're not necessarily picking a spot arbitrarily somewhere between there and the hole. You're looking at where the where it's going in, which is your ultimate goal, is to have it go in well, in that spot. Well, but that's... No, that gets back to the other thing. I mean, how far out from on a on a, on an eight foot putt do you think I pick a spot to roll the ball over? You I don't should know, know this because we've talked about it before. But I I pick a spot one inch in front of the ball. I would have said a foot, I, so I I failed. <laughs> no, because you because then you're going to move to see if you rolled over the spot. Yeah. In my deal, my dad when he taught me wanted me to give him one inch of nothing happening to the blade of that putter or the putter head. When it touched the ball, it's got to go completely through. It's just going through. It's not coming up. God forbid us. It's stopping. Cause yeah, I don't want to hit it. I want to roll this thing. Yeah. So when I, when I would look, when I would pick, let's say it's breaking left to right and I'm, I pick eight o'clock. So it's going to break. So I put the putter down. I look at the hole. Now I put the putter ahead, which I don't teach anybody to do, but put the putter ahead. And I only do that cause I want to keep the putter in motion. Like you would a cue stick. So it goes down. I look at the hole. I set my feet for the break that's going to come in at eight o'clock. I bring the putter over it. I come back the last time and I pick a spot in one inch in front of the ball. And I am really good from an inch. I've never missed one from an inch. And I come back from that eight o'clock. Look at the, at, at my target. I come back one inch in front of the ball, an imaginary spot. You can pound a T in the ground and you roll it over that T. You won't believe how, how often you'll make it. And if you have it, if you're less than four feet, you come back to that spot and you just roll it over it and listen to see if the ball went in the hole because you're missed left or right. Obviously it's because you come up and stop. So as soon as you come up, it opens the face. Well, if you don't do that and you just roll, go through the ball and roll it one inch over your new spot, bam, you got it. So that's why it's simple. I'm not, look, I'm not worried about the whole, Oh my God. And they'll say to you, why, how could you, you missed your line. I missed my line. I can't see my line. I'm going, I don't ever see my line anyway. I picture, I set my feet up looking where I'm now set to go into the hole, either right or left, whatever. But I come back to that one inch and I roll at that one spot and I do it under 12 feet religiously. And you just don't move. I mean, everybody misses their putts because they move and they, they start because their weight's back too far. I mean, there's certain things. It's got, have I talked about the strokes? No, because I don't care if you take it outside, inside. I don't care what you do with it but I want you to roll the ball. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to hit the ball, you know, and people just get, they, <laughs> it's not as hard as they think if they'd relate it to other sports, but you know, and putting should be the easiest thing. Travel 10 inches or so, not going very far. It's just, it's just, we get ourselves worked up to, and make this a whole heck of a lot harder than it really is. 
I love that. Hey, Dave, before we let you go, the question of the week this week is, is the Ryder Cup the Ryder Cup without any fans? Wow. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, Akio, I think one of the things in 91 was the camaraderie that went across between. I mean, they were in the, the tent, the big the big corporate tent. With, they were singing songs back and forth. And we lose the song singing or the first key celebration every time because these guys got ditties and it's unbelievable what they do but i i, I just don't think so but I'm, I'm i was glad to see i hear that they're opening up wisconsin now so they can start playing but i don't know i don't know i don't know how i don't think it'd be the same and i don't i i, I feel bad for steve stricker i'm looking forward to this was an interesting year i i you know we got our hat handed to us in france uh and that leads to other questions obviously because we played a golf course that they've played, but I thought it was a new course that they'd played the the French Open there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And we keep coming back to these courses that Europeans know as good as we do. They know whistling straights just as good as we do. But uh, I feel bad for the Strickers because I, I think he was going to do an unbelievable job as captain. He's one, He's the only one I know of that's never won a major championship, but because of his relationship with the players and what he's meant to the game, he was picked to be the captain this year in his home state. And, uh, I have my fingers crossed for him. I really do. I just, I, I, I don't see how they can pull this off, but, uh, I hope they do for the sake of, of being a part of it. I know what it means to the players. I know what it means to the fans. And if the fans aren't there, I don't think it's anywhere near the same. To, to that point, should Steve be able to just pick his team then if they don't have enough events to qualify or do you just go off of a shortened qualification? Yeah. I, I think it's almost he's almost has to pick the team. Mm. I, I don't I don't see how you cannot I mean, you, you could take the top four off the off the the present list to the best four because it's been so long since they played. Who knows play, yeah. who's playing good or bad? I mean, how do you how do you do that? You can't you can't count on any any record of where they stand. Uh, they very well may take the top four off the world ranking and then take the top four off the the ranking that they had, but they've got, you know, at least they have the advantage of unlike me, Ikea well, with only two picks, he's got at least four picks. So I mean you can come out with a team, but the European captain's gonna have the same same problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's been so long since any of them showed up, we don't know what you don't know what to expect. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's gonna be interesting. Hopefully yep. <laughs> hopefully this is all a little bit clearer here in a few weeks and uh, in a couple of months and we'll be able to go forward with an event that we love certainly hey yeah. dave thanks so much for your time we really appreciate it and uh it's very nice of you and good to visit with you and hopefully golf course is looking good and fun to play on saturday when you, if you guys can get out there yeah i hope, I hope so too brian and bob it's uh, great to talk to you guys. Uh, my quarantine schedule has been really filled up, obviously. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're the first people I've heard that talk, so this is going to be good. I, I talked to Molinari, and he, he's stuck in London, and he can hit balls into a net and put on the carpet, and that's it. You know, and yeah. he's one of the top pros in the world. So, I mean, what do you – I mean, it's just it's, – it's mind-boggling. But I'm glad you guys are happy up there, and I'm I'm glad that, I'm glad Utah has come through this thing as – as good as they have. Yeah. And uh, say hello to everybody up there and wish everybody the best. Yeah, thanks, Dave. You too. Thanks, You're Dave. the best. Appreciate it. Take care. Okay, guys. Take All right, care. There you go. Dave Stockton joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break and show continues next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. 
Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. At Callaway, we've spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. It's got a larger dual soft fast core, a new high speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover. It all adds up to Callaway's fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. Built for total performance, this ball changes everything. You can get Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. 
Yeah, Caddy joins us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, how are you, my friend? I'm walking here. Are you? Yeah. You're out on the road, getting a few steps in? Well, I'm currently on the sidewalk, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like they told me one time when I went to Italy, they said, they said, the sidewalks are not safe from vehicular traffic. Just keep that in mind. Mm. Well, shoot. Yeah. That's good to know. Hey, Catch Caddy. on the sidewalk. Hey, Caddy, we just had a really cool conversation with Dave Stockton. I mean, how good is that guy? He, he essentially gave us about a 20-minute putting lesson. And one of the things he talked about was picturing the hole to look like a clock. And if it's going to break right to left, then you need to look on that part of the clock and see if it's going to come in at five o'clock. Is it coming in at four o'clock? You know, depending on the, the, how much it's going to break. It was outstanding. It was one of my favorite little segments we've done for a while. That's a great visual. That's a really cool visual because it starts painting the line that the ball's going to take. As it's getting to the hole for you. See that? Yes. See that? That's yeah. exactly what Stockton said, and it's blown Brian's mind. It has. It's like his head went. I know. I, know. I, 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 I told Dave about this many years ago. <laughs> Wait, were you breaking into Seve right there for, for, for something? Oh, that's my Johnny Miller. Oh, that's your... <laughs> most, people don't, most people don't know this, but I actually came up with that in 1973. So. Anyway, you know what? You know that Johnny has it going. That is, in (laughs) that is in fact inaccurate because if Johnny had the putting skills of Dave Stockton, he might have been Tiger before Tiger. Uh, That's that's something to say right there. And uh, yeah, by the way, if 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 Mr. Miller happens to be listening, man, I miss him. TV. Anyway, (laughs) I agree with you a hundred percent. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> oh man, good times. Uh, yes, sir. So yeah, the visual of the clock—that's what I'm going to be working on—is uh, picturing that that little spot where it's coming in. I think it's going to help me. I'm really excited about it, and I love that he says, "I don't care if you're taking it inside out, outside in. I don't care how you're gripping it." He's like, "If you can't see this, what what does it really matter?" So debunk the train yeah, track I like, theory. I love the I love the visual stuff. I mean, there's. There's so many cool things you can learn that you never thought about by speaking with people. I, at Sun City a few years ago, I was down there, and you have about 15 or so of the best players in the world, and then you have about 15 or so legends from the Champions Tour all together to play, and it's a unique atmosphere because there's really, when you get done playing, there's an area where everybody congregates, it's this great buffet. But everybody just kind of hangs out there, every player, every caddy, for like an hour or two, every day, just telling stories. It is so cool to hear all these stories from Bernhard Langer, Tom Watson, Lee Westwood, just throughout the whole gamut of golf. And what I used to do is I, if I could corner a great player, I'd ask him, I wanted, I wanted to know, did they think differently than everybody else? I, that's what I wanted to find out. Is there something I can find common to the very best players in the world and the way they think? And one of the questions I'd asked was, when you, when you were in your prime and you walked out on the range, did you look down the range and think, nobody can beat me? And 
specifically, a couple guys gave the same answer. Longer and Tom Watson both said the same thing. I think Watson said it this way. He said, well, I never really thought that, but I knew that if I played well, I had a really good chance of winning. So, you know, supreme confidence, well, you're going to guess that. But the thing I ended up noticing with these great players was they didn't ask for a lot of help. Hardly any of them had sports psychologists. Um, Some of them disdained sports psychologists. Um, They just have 100% belief that their way is the correct way to do it. It's like rock-solid belief. There's no doubt in their mind that they're doing the absolute right thing. And I would say a lot of good players on tour don't have that 100% belief. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's more important than being right or wrong. Bobby Clampett had a good one one time. He said, I'd much rather be certain about hitting the wrong club than be uncertain about hitting the right club. I think that's kind of Boom. Hey, hey, Caddy, Boom. you're talking about those guys and that they really didn't need any help. Somebody asked my dad uh, before he passed away, he said, he said, everybody's got sports psychologists and, and they've got, you know, agents and everything on their team. They've got a team of like five or six different people and stuff like that. Did you guys ever have a team? And my dad said, no, not really. It was just, it was just me and my wife. And he goes, he goes, well, how can you function with, without that team? Like all these guys are doing right now. And my dad said, I guess we were just good. Yeah. That's, I love that attitude. Um, but we do know that Ben Hogan asked your dad for help. Oh, we did. I'm putting. Yep. (laughs) Right. So, I, I think it, it's kind of just a, a different way of looking at how the team's done. Your dad had a team. Your dad listened to great players, watched great players, learned a lot of stuff. Those were his coaches and team, whether specifically hired to do so or not. Right. That's right. what he did. Right. And, and that's, I just think, um, but I think it's that attitude of just being supremely competent, comp, confident that what I'm doing is absolutely the correct thing to do. And, I agree. You know, not not so much on your team or this or that. If you just 100, I'll tell you a guy who I'd have to think he probably feels like that about his stuff is Bryson DeChambeau. He's certain that he's doing the right thing. And he's certain that, you know, it's, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be the best player in the world. He may, but he's probably a guy who I'd say may share that characteristic who yeah. isn't a number one player in the world. So mm, yep. there you go. So caddy, when you and of think, course, yeah, good. Of course, of course, Brian, half the guys you play with at Alpine country club in the, in the matches who are low handicappers also have the same mindset that they absolutely know that they're in and uh, everybody I, they can, and they, and they can help you with it too. <laughs> if you need, am I right? I, I don't, well, I, I know what you're trying to say well, and you're making fun, but I'm not it's, singling out. I'm not singling out. But right. But, but at any club, there are those guys, but I find more that we all are trying to get better. We're all tinkering. We're all thinking that there's some magic bullet out there that we don't know about. So I would say, 
that's probably one of the biggest problems with most of us amateurs is that we're always searching for that uh, magic cure or the next great thing or the the, the silver bullet, if you will. So I, I think if we would just have a little bit more confidence with with what we do have and just play our game, we'd probably be better off. And but that's that's getting some some psychological stuff. Let, let me ask you specifically back to putting. Think about times on when you were out there on tour. What what are some times when either your player or those you were paired with or or players you watched just seemed to have putting figured out? And what was it about it? Is it just that it was? Yeah. Is it to go back to the confidence thing? Is it seeing the line? Were there times when your player would see the line? Uh, how much you know would would you get involved with reading greens? And how much do you think it is reading it properly versus stroking it and that type of thing? The first one that comes to mind personally is at uh, Hualalai and on the big island. And my player was having, I don't know if he was struggling that much with his putting, but he was struggling enough to start messing around with a few different putters, which he would do a lot. And I, I grabbed this one putter and uh, I, I tried, he's like, here, try. he's always giving me a plus here, hit this, try this. What do you think? You know, like I'm some expert or something who can figure it out. But, I, I grabbed a putter and I was like, Oh, I love this putter. And I said, Oh, Fred, I'm, I, you know, I want this putter. So, um, he tried it and he, he started putting pretty good. And anyway, he, um, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but I don't believe he missed a putt inside of 10 feet for 54 holes. Wow. It was the silliest. He won by 11. It was the silliest putting exhibition I've ever witnessed personally, period. Um, for 54 holes, it was crazy. Your putter, and, too. Um, well, it was his putter. I wanted it. I still can't get it <laughs> out of his hands, but you know. And but but sometimes it's just something like that. Just something gets lucky and clicks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's if you could actually dial that up and figure out what it is, it's kind of like figuring out how do I get in the zone. Anybody ever figures that out, you better watch out. Yeah. Um, but you got to just, I think um, there's so many different approaches. When things aren't working, do you tinker with it or do you go fishing for a week? I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen both things happen successfully. Um, I know I know that the player I had the most experience with, who I've known for 40 years, more than that, um, his, his success almost always happened the same way. When he was struggling, Sometimes he'd go work with a teacher. We're talking the best guys in the world. I can count on one hand the number of times that he came back with something that worked, like a swing key. Um, generally, he'd go off by himself on a golf course. He'd hit a bunch of balls. He loved to hit a lot of drivers. And when he'd come back and he'd just go, I got it. I figured it out. He'd just figure it out himself. That's how he worked. Mm. You know, there's other guys who need their teacher to help them do that. There's, I think the key is, you know, <laughs> sadly, you got to find your way. I don't know that there's one blueprint for any, any particular person. Um, but that's kind of what's one of the great challenges of golf is it's not a simple answer. A lot of the time, it's not a simple answer. Mm. It takes, mm-hmm. uh, it's a simple answer after you hit 20,000 golf balls. Right. <laughs> or, or, or maybe you start getting the simple. Oh, I became an overnight sensation after 25 years of hard work. Yeah. Which is exactly. usually the case in most things, in most things. So the, ph- the philosophy of golf. Hey, hey, caddy. I got the caddy, dude. 
I got the caddy yep. tube going today. Do you guys know yeah. what the caddy tube is? I, I like that. Yeah, I got I got a little caddy tube going. That's that's the chip you get on your shoulder when you you know you're an established tour caddy when the chip on your shoulder happens. And one of the indications of the caddy tube is when your player gets something from somebody and you don't. Oh, caddy tube. Caddy tube. How come he got <laughs> something free and I didn't? I'm the star of this show, right? He couldn't have done this. Okay, anyway, you know where yeah. I'm going. <laughs> hey, so um, Roy McElroy came out this week, and he said, if we play the Ryder Cup without fans, it's not a Ryder Cup. What do you think? Ooh, I – that's – look, honestly, that's the first thought. You ever notice how someone says, to be honest with you, you're like, have you been dishonest with me this whole time? And now you're just going to be honest? Oh, anyway, um, my first thought that flashed through my mind was, it's like, it's not the Ryder Cup without the fans. The fans make the Ryder Cup, don't they? Kind of. So I'm, I, I totally understand that. It would be bizarre. Really bizarre to have that without the fans. Wow, that'd be tough. So you kind of agree with him? I, I, you know, right off the bat, I mean, would you, would you want to see it rather than not seeing it? Well, these are special times. It's not, you can't always get what you want. At least that's what Mick Jagger told me. And so I think, uh, would I rather see a Ryder Cup, a fanless Ryder Cup than no Ryder Cup? Oh, yeah, I would. I mean, it wouldn't be, obviously, it wouldn't be the same. Not going to be as good. Same thing with the Masters. You, you, what about no roars at the Masters? That'd be bizarre. But any Masters is better than no Masters, Masters, right? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think you. I don't know why you'd say, oh, well, I'm not going to play if there's, you know, no, no fans at the Masters. Let's not hold it. I'd rather see it, personally, but that's me. Yeah. All right, Caddy, one last thing we got to throw at you before we're out of time. And uh, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, the match is going to happen again. They've got a, a couple of partners in Tom Brady and, and Peyton Manning. And Brady has been very vocal. He's throwing it down. He and Phil are talking some smack right now. What do you think? Who are you taking off the your initial thought? Who do you got in that one? Well, Bob, do we still have variable concussion golf balls? Because I just want to know if there's a deflation issue we have to pay attention to <laughs> in this match. I'm taking Tiger and Manning. So I haven't seen either Manning nor Brady. That would be neither nor. Sorry. Apologies to my high school English teacher. Um, play. So who's 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 with who? Help help me out here. Who do you got? Tiger and Tiger and Manning. That's Tiger and yes. Manning. Yep. Tiger and Manning versus Phil Shadow Creek. Where are we playing? No, I think they're playing maybe at Medalist. They haven't they haven't announced it for sure yet, but oh, Medalist, Tiger and Manning. <laughs> oh, that's what I wondered. It's going to be a home game, perhaps. Oh yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, if it's if Phil can hit a few foul balls and get away with it, then I might change my mind. I don't know the format. Yeah. All right. I don't well, think there's a lot of foul ball foul ball friendliness at, at uh, the medalists, but who knows? I haven't been there. I just heard about it. Heard it's awesome. 
Well, we'll talk more about that. We're out of time for this segment, but we'll look forward to talking about that as it gets closer. We don't have a date. We don't have an exact venue, but it's going to happen at some point. And uh, I have a hunch Tiger doesn't want to lose to Phil in two consecutive matches. So um, you're probably pretty good bet there, you and Bob. All right. Uh, well, well, that'll do it for us, Caddy. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. A walk with the Caddy. It's almost like we were inside the ropes with him that entire time. We'll take That's a short right. break. We'll wrap things up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Golfers, our tee times, fairways, and greens are on the horizon. Until then, your friends at Uinta Golf encourage you to stay safe, practice social distancing, and wash your hands. Our plan is to reopen based off state and federal guidelines. During the interruption, our online store remains open at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Thank you for your patience and understanding, and most of all, for being a part of our amazing golf community. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we look forward to serving you soon. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to Dave Stockton. Thanks for the caddy joining us this hour. Uh, Jeff Rude, Troy Merritt, Ian Carter from the BBC, all in hour number one. You can hit us up on our podcast sites anywhere that uh, podcasts are available. Just search Real Golf Radio or our Twitter handle at Real Golf. Bob, first thing, Ryder Cup. Should they play it even without fans? 
Um, in my opinion, if we're gonna if we're gonna have the Ryder Cup this year, fans need to be there. It's in September. They should be able to be there. If not, I say we push it to next year. Okay. How about the match? Tiger and Manning, Brady and Lefty. Who you got? I'm taking Tiger and Manning. I think uh, Tiger's not going to let Phil beat him again, <laughs> and I think those guys will those guys will win. I think it'll be very difficult for Phil to beat Tiger two times in a row. And I think right now Phil is playing a little more poorly than Tiger. I agree. Uh, so 100%. you got you got that. All right. Thanks to Dave Glauser who does a great job producing the show. Thanks to Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks to you for tuning in and joining us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, tour's going to be back up, but in the meantime, we're still talking golf. And thanks to Callaway for their great sponsorship of the show each and every year. Stay tuned. Hour number three for those of you local here in Utah. For the rest of you, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 